Hey guys, welcome back to the Anything Combat Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny K, and it's been a while since our last episode, so sorry about that, lads. The first fight I want to talk about is Song Yudong versus Ricky Simone. This fight is a ridiculous fight to pick. I am going to go with, you know what, like, to be honest, I don't, I don't even think I can pick someone. Ricky Simone can submit you, he can grapple you, he's an animal, Song Yudong can knock you out, he's, he can go long distances, it's a 25-minute fight. If I have to pick anyone, oh, my heart's telling me to go with Song Yudong, my brain's telling me to go with Ricky Simone great fight, can't wait for this one, we will see how it goes, and this has implications for the rest of the bantamweight division, so so I can't wait to see the, the result to this one, should be very good. The next fight I want to talk about is Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Cejudo, I see many problems with this matchup in general, now I like the fact that Henry Cejudo's come back, but I just think that he's too old. Aljamain Sterling is a different type of mixed martial arts than Henry has ever gone up against due to the fact that he's got a new type of martial arts. It's a new generation of fighter. Aljamain's young. He's in his prime. Henry hasn't been fighting for three years. Henry Cejudo has taken three years off. His last fight was 2020. Now he's 36 years of age. It's not looking good for him. I just, I just don't see at such a low weight class in bantamweight at 135 pounds, I just don't see how Henry can come back off such a long layoff to fight someone this good and get it done. I think Henry's method of victory here is by knockout. I think he will have to knock out Aljamain Sterling because I just think that Sterling will smother him with every single other part of this fight. He's got a quick pace when he wants to. We saw that in the Piotr Yan fight when they were standing. He'll throw an elbow into a punch, into a knee, into a kick. He combos all of them. And then he'll do an awkward stance. He'll do a back fist just from standing orthodox. Or, sorry, southpaw. Stand southpaw and he'll, and he'll throw a back fist. He'll throw a spin attack, everything. He'll give Henry a lot of issues. Now, Henry, to beat Aljamain in the striking, I think is it, this is where the fight will be won for Henry. I think that he blasts those low kicks like he did against uh, Dom Cruz, and then he lands a big punch and puts him out cold. I think that's the way Henry can win this fight. I don't see Henry using his gold medal um, wrestling ability to put... Aljamain on his back and Aljo not do anything. Aljo is good off his back. He's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu specialist. I think with Aljamain's pace, cardio, and urgency on the ground, I think he poses a massive threat to Henry. I think Aljamain can submit Henry with a triangle. Henry's never been submitted in his whole MMA career, but he's never gone up against someone like Aljo. Not a grappler, more more a jiu-jitsu specialist. Volk Ford Ortega. Ortega, as much as he's good, he's not the best fighter to ever live. He had him trapped in a guillotine. It was It, it didn't look good. Aljamain Sterling is a human backpack. This is his bread and butter. This is what he does for a living. 
he gets on top of people, he clamps them down, and he submits them via rear naked choke. I think I think that Aljamain, his chances of finishing Henry via submission are pretty high. But it depends if Henry will take it to the ground. I see a scenario where Aljamain Sterling picks Henry up, double legs him, dumps him, grabs onto his back, gets the rear naked choke, submits him, round three. I see that happening. I also see Aljamain shoot maybe a single or try and get something in the clinch and Henry's just not having it. Henry just fucks him off and uh, butchers him, butchers his leg and then and then tries to strike uh, with him. One thing that's underrated about Aljamain Sterling is his pace that he puts on people. We've seen this in a lot of fights where he just steamrolls people, hums up Chimaev style. It's a different pace. It's, it's a little bit less explosive than a Chimaev, but it is quick enough where you know that he's running. It's a running pace. He's learnt this and pioneered this through his training partner, Marab Dvalashvili. They are as good as each other. I think Marab might be a little bit better, but time will tell. Al Jermain can do this to Henry. He can just run at him, elbow, knee, punch, and just put a put a rapid pace on him, try and slow him down. I think that their types of grappling cancel each other out. I think Aljamain wants to work the s- static holding type of grappling, wherein he will try and look for submissions and finish the fight quick. And if he doesn't get it, he'll he'll shoot again and again and again and again and try and trip you as you're running away to hold on to you to to engage in the jujitsu exchange where it's where it's a orthodox jujitsu exchange. I think Henry doesn't want to do this. I think Henry would rather take him down and hold him on hold him down in a way where he can't get his jiu-jitsu off. I think if Henry takes Aljamain down, it will be a mistake. I don't see a scenario where Henry gets top mount after taking him down or half guard or side control and Aljamain just sits there. I think Aljamain has a very active jiu-jitsu game and I think that he will work in a way that will inhibit Henry's offense or holding ability at all, so he'll ruin his control time. I don't think it's a good idea for Henry to, to try and wrestle with Aljamain Sterling. It's dumb. The only way that, that Henry does well against Aljo in grappling is if he slams him a couple times. Now, I don't know if you can if you can KO Aljo with a slam, but I just don't see him controlling Aljo the way he can control someone else kind of like a Demetrius Johnson who didn't really have as good of a jiu-jitsu base than Sterling. It's debatable, but I just think uh, Aljamain's jiu-jitsu is better than Demetrius uh, for how long he is. I know that's debatable because because Demetrius has had such uh, amazing submission abilities but if you think about how Demetrius went about those submissions it's different to how Aljamain does it. Aljamain's a new age of jiu-jitsu kind of like a Charles Oliveira where he works from his back. Demetrius was on top of people slam let me go for an armbar let me slam you into an armbar 
I think it's difficult to compare both Aljamain and Demetrius's submission ability because they're both very good. I think the point that I need to make is that it's a weight class above. So even though Demetrius could move people around and then submit them, Aljamain Sterling is big for the weight class. He, he he moves his weight very well and he will be very powerful. His chokes and his uh, leg strength and everything to do with going for that submission will be much more violent and stronger than Demetrius can just because he's a weight class above. Now, who's the better uh, who's the better sub artist, not grappler? Who's the better submission artist? Um I'll go with Aljamain Sterling. I know that's a hot take and people might get angry at that, but I'm confident that Sterling is a better submission threat than Demetrius Johnson was to Henry Cejudo. So I think that Henry putting him on the ground is a mistake. I think that Aljo, I think that this will, I think that they'll cancel each other out, meaning that Henry won't go for the takedowns and seek control time because Aljamain's going to be moving and and sprawling and and transitioning into submission threats that will make Henry not want to engage in the grappling. And then on the other hand, I think that Aljo's sloppiness and the strike will, striking will open up Henry's ability to leg kick him, throw him down, uh, smash him up, and will open up his ability to leg kick him and punch him and find that shot that he hits a lot of people with and and put them down. He, he might score a knockdown in this fight. I don't know if everything I say is opinions and what's, what, what is a possibility. What I truly believe is probable, what anything combat, what John thinks is going to happen in this fight is that Henry goes to take him down, Aljo does some cool jiu-jitsu stuff, it's on the feet. They strike, Henry has good moments, wins a couple rounds. Aljo gets some control time and then either submits him or wins via decision. That's what I'm saying for this fight. I think they're balanced with the striking, even though that Aljo's a little bit more sloppy. I think that Henry will exploit the fact that he's sloppy, land some really good shots that will be clippable and people will watch and go, wow, Henry's really good. But I think because of the long layoff and how old he is, I just don't see Henry doing well in this fight. And the pick is Aljamain Sterling. One fighter I just want to, cover on. I don't really care about the fight itself, but I care about him. Mo Movzar Ivloev. I don't know how he says the name. I don't know I don't know how to say it, but he's 16 and 0. He's Russian. He's um young. This is a fair fight with Bryce Mitchell. He's kind of a decision machine, not gonna lie. He's he's a he's got a boring style of fighting. I like him as a fighter. I just think that he's got a boring style of fighting and people boo during his fights. And they usually go for the other guy, not because he's Russian, but because they just don't like the way he's fighting. But nevertheless, I think he's very talented. He's a he's a very, very good fighter. And he's got a good opponent in front of him in Bryce Mitchell, whose only loss is is to Ilya Tapuria, who in himself is another undefeated uh, featherweight. 
the main two featherweights that are undefeated, um, Bryce Mitchell, sorry, the main two featherweights that are undefeated are Eve Loev and Tapuria. And Bryce Mitchell just fought Tapuria and now he's fighting Eve Loev. So to be honest, Bryce is getting fed to the Wolves. I've changed room and it's raining outside. So if you can hear the little pitter patter, all right, relax, okay, chill out. The next fight I want to talk about is Gilbert Burns versus Bilal Muhammad. It's five rounds. It's out welterweight. I am very happy that Gilbert is fighting this much. Gilbert is one of my favorite fighters. I wanted him to win against Kamara Kamar Usman. Yeah, I just I just like the guy. He, for some reason, he's de-aging. I think it might be the steroids. I think he's taking steroids, and I think he's like full-on TRT Vitor, but Gilbert. He's older. I think he might be 36 or 37. And, dude, he's looking amazing. Some might say a spring chicken. Anyways, I don't see any facet of MMA where Bilal is better than Gilbert. I think submission skills, Gilbert's got him. Jiu-jitsu, Gilbert's got him. Striking, Gilbert's got him. Wrestling, some say that Gilbert's wrestling is overrated. I kind of agree with that. Okay, all right, we'll give Bilal that one. Bilal can wrestle him. But when it gets there, Gilbert will have an advantage because he's going to be in his he's going to be in his proximity in his guard, ready to play from his guard and throw up submissions and attack him from that. Attack him from there. One thing Gilbert does really well is he's very crafty when it comes to short-range attacks. That little Muay Thai clinch that he does, the little hammer fist he does on the ground and the elbows, you saw it against Jorge Masvidal when he had him on his back and that ground and pound. You saw it against um, Hamza Chemaev when he was on his back and he was throwing hammer fists up towards him. It's interesting. Striking from your, from your back is not always the best thing to do, but Gilbert constantly shows that he's um, able to do that and be effective with it. Gilbert beats Bilal in every facet of MMA except the wrestling. I think Gilbert is a better fighter in general and more powerful, more athletic, and has got better cardio. The problem with this fight is that Gilbert has fought in January and then in, what was it, April. January and April, he fought Neil Magny at the start of the year, and then he fought Jorge Masvidal in Masvidal's retirement fight. The problem I see here is that he doesn't have enough time, really, to do the weight cut, which will hurt his body, as well as a five-round fight. The issue is, is that he's gone three rounds, and then he went three rounds again, and now he's going for five. I know that Gilbert's done five rounds, but he had a full camp for each of those. Somebody that we were talking about uh, earlier was Sean Strickland when he fought Jared Cannonier, then he fought Nasruddin Imavov. We said that he wouldn't have the ability for cardio because he had just fought. He went into that fight and he overperformed. Maybe we're wrong about Gilbert and he's confident that he's got enough cardio to do this, but this is the only way I see Bilal winning this one. I see Gilbert getting tired, Bilal putting it on him in around three, four, maybe finishing him in the fourth or taking him to, into the fifth with his pillow hands, taking him into the fifth 
without MMAing him and then getting a unanimous decision off that, off winning, off winning the fourth and the fifth. I think that Gilbert wins the first round of this fight. I think that Gilbert can rock him. I think Gilbert can tr- bully him a little bit. I know he can bully the bully. You know what I mean? Remember the name. I see Gilbert Burns winning this one. I like Dorinho. Gro, viva, viva Brazil. Viva Brazil. I love all the Brazilian fighters. That's a good segue for my next Brazilian fighter who I love, who is my favorite fighter in MMA. Charles Dubronx Oliveira against Benil Darius. This got postponed. It was supposed to be on the card. Balal and Gilbert replaced this fight as the co-main event. This fight got pu- uh, pushed out. I think it's in June or something like that. So, where I see this fight going is Charles is a mega striker. Justin Gagey said that when he punched him, he felt it in his teeth. Felt it in his teeth, mate. That's how hard Charles hits. You know who doesn't hit that hard? Benil Dariush. Now, I think Benil is sloppy when he strikes. I think he will be open for strikes and... Benil will be too slow and Charles will brawl with him like he does everybody else and he'll out-brawl Benil and he'll put him down or whatever and then submit him. Now, I might be underestimating Benil. A lot of people say Benil's the pick. You know what I mean? I respect those people. I just think he's too slow and I think Charles' striking is too good to contend with him. Now, there is a universe that Benil grabs him puts him on his back and wrestles him and just constantly wrestles him for the whole fight. To those people, I say, Charles's ground game is A+. plus. It's S rank. I think that him off his back is really good. I think the styles match up well. I think Islam Makachev is the type of guy to struggle against someone like Benil. It's a paper-scissors rock. But, but someone like Charles Oliveira can beat Benil. I believe this because Benil will try to wrestle Charles and Charles will throw up those quick jiu-jitsu submissions out of nowhere. He's trying to get away, he gets his back, he's got a calf slicer finish. You know, he's got a lot of weird stuff. Mega, mega black belt. Now, Benil's also a black belt. I just think that, I think that Charles, Charles has got a style to catch him in a submission. Now, if Benil and Islam fought, I do see Benil trying to take down Islam or counter-wrestling him, tiring him out, beating him up a little bit. You know what I mean? Benil might win that one. I just think that Charles is striking against Benil. Charles has got the advantage striking. Benil's got the advantage wrestling. Charles has got the advantage in the jiu-jitsu. Slight advantage, even though Benil is a really good black belt. So... I think how this fight will go, if it's uh, a three-rounder, Charles will Charles will get the decision, most likely. I'm calling this, and this is a hot take, for Charles's 33 wins, he's got 30 finishes, which is like a, a 90% win rate uh, by finish, right? Now, the reason I'm calling decision victory for the fight to go to the distance round three decision victory for Charles is because in round one, two, and three, sorry, in round one, Charles can outstrike Benil 
and it might be a contentious round. Benil might land a takedown. It might be a close round. Could go either way. In round two, I think Charles wins that round via his striking. He'll land the better shots and win the striking. Let's say round three, he drops Benil. I think Benil's jiu-jitsu is good enough to keep Charles away from him in time until the until the clock runs out. I think if Charles drops him and tries to get his back and puts Benil in danger, Benil can scramble out of it. This is how good I think Benil's um, grappling is. I think Benil's that underrated, that out of 90% finish rate for Charles, I think that Benil survives the decision until the decision. And then the scorecards will read 29-28, meaning 2-1 Charles Oliveira. And that will be the fight. And it'll be and, and it'll, it'll go to decision. Now, this is a very difficult take. I do see the universe where Benil gets the nod. I do see the universe where Charles finishes Benil. I don't see Benil finishing Charles. I don't see him smothering him, outpowering him that much. He's just not that type of fighter. He really isn't. Well, I don't think he is, at least. The fight against Machuj... He did drop him, but I think Charles has got chin of steel, as we know. He's taken shots from really powerful people. The three best strikers in the division, Dustin, Justin, and Michael Chandler, uh, Charles has stood there and striked with them, and it's been very convincing that Charles could outstrike them in, in, um, in some of the exchanges by knocking out Chandler, by dropping Justin and putting him out, kind of kind of scoring a knockdown where he went for the submission, and with, with Dustin hurting him on the feet to get the finish. So I know he got dropped in all, the, all those fights, but, but guess what? That just goes to show you how powerful he is. If, if, if Justin knocks Charles down and then Charles knocks Justin down, and Justin's not getting up the same way Charles is, then who's more powerful? I think Charles is more powerful than Justin in that in that scenario because when Charles puts people down, they they don't move. When I put people down, they don't move. This guy TKOs people. When I knock people out, they don't move. He TKOs people. When I knock them out, they don't move. Yeah, so... I think Charles in this scenario has the better striking, could drop Benil, or just hurt him on the feet. Those smothering elbows, when he, when he's in short range and he puts his hands on their face and just clocks them with an elbow, crazy. Those knees to the liver, feral, off a clinch, throwing off the break. You know what I mean? If Charles goes to take down Benil, Benil has the ability to scramble and gas Charles out. He really does. Benil is not a walkover opponent. Benil would be next in line for the belt any, anyway. So if Charles wins against Benil, don't be saying, oh, well, Benil wasn't that good. No, people are saying Benil will beat Islam Makachev. And guess what? If Islam defends the belt against Benil, what are you going to say? Oh, Islam Islam got a title fight win. He, he defended his championship. He got a championship. You know, little Ruby got a championship off, off Benil. He beat Benil for the, to defend his title. If Charles beats him, I don't want anyone saying, oh, well, 
It was a good win for Charles. No, this is a championship-level fight. We will see if they promote it to five rounds because both of these guys, I don't think they have seen the fourth or fifth round in their whole career, and that's a really weird stat. Okay. Thank you very much for listening to episode four of the Anything Combat podcast. I hope you guys all the best, and whoever's listening, thank you very much. I'm going to continue to make these, and I'm going to try and do some interviews soon with some fighters. We will see how it goes. If they reject me, then that's that, you know what I mean? But podcast forever. Signing out, Johnny K, Anything Combat. Let's move.